Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for a peculiar podcast. In your wildest dreams, you could not imagine the marvelous surprises that await you. Hosted by Pat Cashman. He had a fiery quality on the stage and off the stage, and he was gorgeous to look at. And back by his side, Lisa Foster. She has tattoos, she's cool. She's dangerous. Broadcasters turned rogue podcasters. It's <laughs> just a real nice surprise. They're back and on demand. Just press the button. See, you're on. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. Some people without brains do an awful lot of talking, don't they? Yes, I guess you're right. <laughs> Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. Yeehaw! Can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it, yeah. Do you recognize this uh, TV theme music? It is the theme from the TV show Quincy, and that's in honor of your pooch. Quince, who you brought with you today. So, well, you know, my dogs gave him kind of a lot of grief when he first got here, but I think they're getting along okay now. They do. They get very excited. It doesn't, you know, a, a slug can cross the driveway and they just start barking from the house. They see it out the window. They got to go outside. And they're, they're both a couple of pusses. You know, I never worry that they're going to bite anybody because they, but they, we have like FedEx guys that show up and mailmen, and they won't get out of their truck. These dogs are barking like crazy. And then I, and I said, they, they won't bite you. But how many people have been told that? Right. That would be the only bad thing to me. Otherwise, I, it looks like a FedEx guy or a UPS delivery guy. That I, that looks like a good gig to me. Why? Just because you get to travel around a lot, and it'd be fun. But I, the but the dog thing would be worrisome. or not but I read somewhere where the UPS drivers or maybe it's the FedEx it's one of those two that the truck drivers are trained only to get to their route only making right turns that they're never allowed hmm. to make a left turn and race car drivers make nothing but left turns the logic I guess being that you save time by only making right turns to get where you need to go well I think that would be maybe a good general rule but it isn't always going to be possible yeah Right, yeah. so like right. if you're driving down the street and the driveway's on the left, what do you do then? <laughs> yeah, just throw it out of the truck, I guess. I You'll know. have to forgive me. I this I am in the shank of, of uh, hay fever season, which came early this year, of course, since we really never had a winter, apparently. Yeah, it came um, in the middle of winter. It's been freaky. But I, I personally love it, but it, it's freaking people out, and I know the ski resorts are suffering as a result of that, but... Uh, you don't sound too bad. Look at look at those uh, trees down there. They're blooming already. Those uh, the fruit trees. All the cherry blossom. So we're still ta- we're taping this episode while it's still February. All the cherry blossom trees are in complete full bloom in my mm-hmm. neighborhood right now. Yeah, it's it's astonishing. I I just wonder what lies ahead. Are we in for a horrible summer? What do you mean? Like it might snow in July? Yeah, it could. <laughs> Jeff Jeff Renner says that we're going to have a probably going to have a very dry and and uh, sunny summer. So it just Mother Nature's got to make up for this at some point. So yeah, I think next winter is going to be hellacious. Yeah. it'll be like the East Coast has suffered. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy over there. Yeah. So have you tra- have you had to travel to the East Coast lately? I'm I'm actually going to be getting on a plane in, in another week or so to head over to D.C. So I don't know. Hopefully it'll all be over by then. What does D.C. stand for? I, I'm not familiar with that. The District of Columbia. Oh, where's that? Is that in South America? It's way over there. Oh, that way. I'll be darned. That's a long way. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a long way to Tipperary, too, by the way. It's a long way to Tipperary. It's a long way to go. So where do you stay when you go there? 
I mean, do they put you up in nice digs or you, you know, like a Motel 6 or what? Well, yeah, but if you're going to... has heat, cable, and a bathroom that works, then that's just perfectly fine for me. I stay at the, at the Homewood Suites. Oh, those are nice. They are nice. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, those are great. You have a fridge and a sink and... The butler... Yeah, that's nice. And then they, right across the street from this place, it's actually in, in Maryland that I'm staying. Well, There's a Trader Joe's. Washington, D.C. is really in Maryland, too. Let's just well, stop the I charade, mean. shall we, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, the whole thing. I don't know yeah. where the borders are. Yeah. I have no idea. The D.C. area, I guess it's yeah. called. Quincy, get over here. See, he's already being an asshole. Wait a minute. Sorry. You can't. A, I told you the story about the guy who. Come here, you little. Come here. I know I've told it recently on a podcast. Sorry. This is, he's really a pill, isn't he? He's kind of an asshole. We had a guy, I know I've told you this, I know I've told you this story, and so if you listen to this podcast very often, and I don't don't know why you would, but uh, you've heard me tell it, so forgive me, I'm going to do it one more time. Okay, but I love this This story. guy came over to the house with his wife, and it was for Thanksgiving, and Patty's parents were here, and some other people, and it was a very lovely evening, we had a wonderful meal, and, and, uh. My dog, Elliot, we nickname, I call him lots of things, Mr. Boy and uh, uh, various things. But we also call him Smelliot or Smelly Gut, you know, just, just as a little fun nickname. Uh, so I'm calling my dog and I say, Smelly Butt, come here, Smelly Butt. And the guy is just outraged. He's just saying, don't you ever call your dog a name like that. It's it's a living creature, and he deserves the same dignity that you or I deserve. You come here, Elliot. You poor little guy. And he's he's really being an advocate for Elliot. And I can't. And he's serious. He's, he's not. He, he's not just sort of like I would joke with you. No, he he's not. He's serious. He's what? he's kind of a uh, uh, he's he's kind of in a religion that that worships. You know, it's a like a what is that called a panthe pantheist or something? All things are sacred, which, I, which is fine. Which but, is fine. But he, but Elliot, did you explain to him that Elliot doesn't speak English? Yeah, I did, and uh, it didn't seem to matter. So, so, but, but he's just ladling the love onto Elliot, who's not even his dog. But and I thought, well, that's okay. And and I tried to explain to him, I'm just joking. I mean, it's just a nickname. You probably have a nickname too, don't you? And he said, no, I. I, well, I do, but I don't like it. I, I, I did, it would be smelly butt. I mean, when you're a human, you can speak up and say, don't you call me that, but what's the dog going to do? He can't advocate God. for himself, and blah, blah, blah. So then the night wears on, and Patty's mom uh, was very elderly, and she would sometimes have um, plumbing problems, mm -hmm. uh, back-end plumbing oh. problems. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh. Yeah, so especially after eating, which we had done. So... A lot of. It's <laughs> yes. Thanksgiving after all. Yeah, it is. And, you know, gravy will work its magic. Oh, and so <laughs> so she goes into the little bathroom we have uh, downstairs and closes the door, and she's in there for a little while. And then she calls out to Patty, her daughter, my wife, mm -hmm. and says, Patricia, could you come in here, please? I need some help. Aww. So Patty goes in and helps her. Oh. And uh, she was wearing uh, uh, Depend. Mm -hmm. you know? Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's good. So it's contained. Sure. Uh, but then, so then, you know, it's then discarded into the wastebasket in the bathroom. We'll get rid of it later. Oh, no, I have an idea where this is going. And then, so I actually she, don't think I've heard this story. So she comes out, oh, and uh, then, you know, we continue just hanging out, and people okay. are talking and all of that. And all right. the man I mentioned earlier, the you know, the one that scolded me about Elliot. Sure. He goes, uh, Elliot goes into the bathroom <laughs> and <laughs> sniffs around in the wastebasket. And pretty soon he comes into the room. Uh, with that object with in his, his mouth. His prize. Yes, with his prize. To him, it looked like a taco. And he's carrying it around. And so this, this, is, what, this is what we heard. This is what we heard. Because the lights are kind of dim and you can't see really well. Oh, no. And so here's the guy. And this is what, exactly what we heard. Hey, Elliot. Come here, buddy. Oh, no. Come here, buddy. What you got? What you got? Let me see what you got. Let me see what you... Oh, my God! Oh! Oh! 
Jeez, Elliot! Oh, God! Get out of here! Oh! Oh, God. It's just like a switch turned, and it was just... Then all of a sudden, Elliot was... Daga non grata. Yeah, yeah, and the karma and the and the, the manner in which Elliot, get away from that. The manner in which the karma was delivered. I know, is, it was perfect. Is, it's absolutely perfect. Yeah, it was absolutely perfect. So that's my that's my story. <laughs> this is karma's gonna get you. Uh, I can't remember. We just went far afield there, but uh, I guess we should also. Uh, I don't. I forget if you were about to make a point about something going to I D- really DC wasn't. or something. No, no. I we sort of got off track. I was. Quince has been. He's he's actually being really good in your house for now. He's but great. We've been here he's for five cool, seconds. So he's a I, handsome little animal. Thanks. He's yeah, a good. boy. I should take a picture of him before we're done. He's here. a good boy, but um, he's. Uh, I'm I'm getting a trainer for him. Because he is just, he's just a real, um, he's a real, bless you, he's a real, <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's suffering from allergies too. He doesn't walk on a leash well. Are your dogs leash trained? And you probably don't need to have them leash trained because they roam the country here. Well, it's funny you would bring that up uh, because we're having a major uh, contretemps here on in this area, a, a big oh. bone of contention. There are some neighbors. Na- the idea is that there are covenants where we live. Every most every place has them, even in this rural area. Yeah, you live out in the the yeah, boonies, the boondocks. But we have to pay, you know, uh, homeowners fees and things like that. Like like a you know you would if you lived in right a uh, condo, a condo or some other swanky place. But this is out in the country. There's cows and rusting cars around here, but somehow still they have. There's these rules. these rules, and one of the rules is that your dog must be on a leash if he's outside or contained within your yard. We don't put our dogs on leashes because they never leave our yard. They only go on, over to this neighbor's house over here for treats, and that's cool because they have a dog too. And to bring eggs. Yeah, and yeah, Elliot can carry uh, eggs in a uh, plastic bag, and he it's really cute. He'll deliver food back and forth. He's great, but. Uh, not so a certain set of neighbors that live up here. They have, I guess it's a blue healer. Or something. It's a to me, it's a horrible looking animal. Uh, it looks more like a, a coyote than a dog. Really? To me, yeah. Uh, maybe it's not a healer. I don't know what it's. Well, a, maybe it's just an ugly healer. <clears throat> it's an admixture of many dogs, probably including wolverines and skunks. But uh, they let this dog wander all over. And the dog oh. must have a good five square mile radius that it can roam wow and um and so this dog on two occasions has attacked uh patty's chickens oh dear and uh and so now we keep our chickens confined we can't let them walk around and be free range in that way because uh these people will not take care of their animal and and when we call them and ask them about it now the more we do it especially my wife the more she calls about it she is slowly getting the reputation as oh. the neighborhood crazy, uh-huh. you know, because you're just asking people to enforce the rules, and then they they'll leave a snotty message that'll say something like, right. "Why don't you get a life instead of being the the dog patrol up here?" Right. And it's like, our, and then they say our dog's never out of our yard, which is ridiculous. Of course it is. Right. We every every neighbor around here sees it, and uh, so I don't know where that one's going to end. But uh, one neighbor says. You know what you ought to do? You just call uh, animal control. Oh, but and they'll pick yeah, that dog up. I know, but and I don't want the dog to go away permanently. But I want these people to kind of get it. Yeah, they animal control doesn't walk into your yard and pick your dog up. Your right. dog has to be wandering around. Right. If they want to continue to deny that their dog is wandering around, when it heads off to, by animal control, it gets picked up. Then maybe they'll say, "Oh, yeah, I guess uh, I guess maybe he does run around a little bit." Yeah. Anyway, it uh, we've had furious discussions about this, and finally I just told Patty because she just her hair's on fire about this. I said, "Look, you know what? Just ignore them. Just, there's no point to it. You're the one that's going to look like a nut. That's not, true. Not them. Yeah, it, it'll work its way out. Meanwhile, keep the chickens confined. Yeah, good plan. Yeah, there's another dog, by the way. Speaking of this, I don't think I think this happened since uh, our last podcast. 
A dog nabbed one of our chickens, drug it around, drug it across the street and over to their house. And uh, for all the world, you'd expect to find the chicken dead. But Patty found it. It was hidden way back inside of a shed. Oh, my gosh. She got it. and, And it was completely defeathered for the most part. Didn't even look like a chicken, and uh, but it's recovered now and she's doing fine. But um, so that's my message: uh, if you have an animal, uh, just like you wouldn't let your kid wander over a five square mile area, would you? Yeah. A little kid, uh, don't don't let your dog do it either. This has been a public service announcement, a peculiar podcast. So well, so Quince is not leash trained. He's just a, he's just a little moron on the leash, and I. Well, our dogs are too because we don't we don't walk with them. Yeah, much. and I want to. I, I will I, take my dog running, and then I'll have him on a leash, and he yeah. runs out in front of me. But I want to start taking Quince for walks, and and so I have a trainer that I've hired, and Quince has some other things going on with him. He licks everything, like he'll lick a wet spot onto the blanket or he'll like when daisy was around he would, i don't think that sounds that unusual Our no he licks the air or tasting stuff. he licks the air he'll sit there if if you're like no don't lick me no don't lick the blanket no don't lick your toy don't lick that stop licking he'll just go fine i will lick the air and he'll just sit there and lick the air so i need to find <clears throat> out what his issue is he's got something wrong with him you gotta lick it I had a friend, and I, I, and now I'm re- realizing that I'm telling the same stories over and over. I guess I've run out of stories, mm. but so I just tell them again, and they'll come out differently than the last time I told them. Okay. This guy had a cat, and I know I've told you this story. It was a, a friend of mine was uh, back in college days was living with another guy. They were roommates, and the one roommate had a cat named Andy, and my my best friend uh, found Andy to be very annoying. Because Why? Andy would stick his paw into his mouth, and and so all, all you would hear all day long was. His own paw in his own mouth. Yeah. Oh, I and, thought you meant he would stick his paw into Andy's mouth. No, Andy's Andy was the cat, and Andy. Oh, would, Andy's got Andy's it. Andy's the cat, and Andy sticks his own paw. Because I guess his ma isn't around anymore. Into his mouth. Oh, so and, he was sucking his thumb. And he's going. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where you could be on the other side of the house and you could hear this. <laughs> so it was just driving <laughs> my friend crazy. But of course, what's you know, he's an amiable sort of guy. He didn't say anything. But he would sometimes say, God, Andy said, would you stop it? Get out of here. You know, if, especially if his roommate wasn't around, he would throw Andy outside. So you'd hear him out. The, you know, Sucking the, on it outside. outside. <laughs> so gross. But it's kind of cute. Well, he, was he, it just he found it annoying because he's trying to watch TV or read a book or whatever. And this was... Can you put it like a mitten on him or something? I don't know. Or saran wrap his paw or something? So one day... I would find a solution. Yes. That would, so one something. day, lo and behold, Andy turns up missing. Oh. Andy's nowhere to be found. And, uh, and my friend, uh, his name's Dean. My friend Dean feels, even though he really doesn't like Andy very much. He feels really bad for his roommate, who's standing outside going, Andy! Oh. Andy! Oh. Andy! Hey, I don't, I don't cats know. don't come with their, when they're called, do they? I don't think so. Cats are not like dogs. No, they don't. They'll hear their name and go, what? Yeah. Like that, and, yeah. So, days go by, no Andy. This doesn't have a bad ending, does it? I don't remember this story. So, one day... Dean and this roommate, they're walking near their apartment, and they look in the middle of the street, and there is a cat that is as flat as a fritter. Oh. Has been run over so many times, he looks like a piece of cellophane out there in the street. 
So they God. scoop him up. My friend, oh. my friend says, I, we scooped him up with a spatula. Oh, God. Get him up. And then we put him inside of an old record sleeve as his fun. And we buried him. Was a horrible thing I've ever heard. And he said the roommate was just disconsolate and grieving terribly. So then, two days after the burial, all of a sudden, standing at the back door, it's Andy. Dean says, Who did we just bury? So it has a happy ending of sorts. Oh my gosh. Excuse me. That's. It's dang hay fever thing, I'm telling you. I know, I'm sniffing too. Whew. All right. So anyway, let's, um, uh, before we re-engage, hopefully, in some more merriment here, Mm -hmm. let's, um, if you're up to talking about the most tragic thing that happened, because people who listen to this podcast would know that Lisa had two dogs. Correct, Daisy and Quince. Mm -hmm. And um, it's been been a few weeks now, so I've, I've worked through... I mean, uh, the huge bulk of it, which was not pretty, um, but Daisy passed away when I was on a business trip, which was very tough. And, and this is a dog that wasn't ill, for the most part, until suddenly. Suddenly, she came down with um, um, uh, pneumonia, which we were treating her for, and then, um, and then, yeah. So, Let so, me ask you this, before you tell, uh, well... Uh, yeah. You know, uh, uh, Daisy is the dog that had this, and we talked about this on a recent podcast, this uh, ACL repair surgery. Yes, she had and, that done around Thanksgiving. Yeah, and so you were proselytizing me, because my dog is is similar issue, Elliot, to go and get that surgery done for him. You yes. said he'll, feel, he'll be like a puppy again, he'll, he'll be, be great. He'll be happy. Mm-hmm. But then... Um, well, even after you gave me that pep talk, I still drug my feet about it. I just, and, you know, and Patty and I have both gone around about it. She doesn't want it to be done, and then sometimes she does. And uh, so I, I, it's, you know, it's gone on and on. But then when Daisy got sick and then ultimately died, I started thinking, gee, I wonder, did any, would any part of the surgery contribute to that? Could there have been an infection mm. from the surgery? Yeah. Because of them. So now now I'm freaked out again. I don't know what to do. Yeah, and I I don't There's no way to know, I guess, right? I don't mean to push you on it cuz it's you're right. It's your decision for your dog and But on the other hand, I'm seeing him deteriorate. I know. You know. And you know, just so you know, Daisy had three or four checkups between when she got her surgery and when this happened. She was perfectly healthy and doing everything right. She actually didn't start coughing until about a week before she passed away. Hmm. So there, that's a long time. That's, you know, three months. Yeah, I guess it would be hard to it would be hard attribute to, it to that. I think surgery. so. I, but, guess um, right. I guess you're right. But but the tough part was being away from her. <clears throat> yeah. um, my dog, Nanny, who um, this is the first time I've used this, this, this woman, um, young gal in her 20s, and I just give her so much credit for having the presence of mind to take Daisy into critical care that night. Daisy was having trouble breathing, and they had her on oxygen. And what a horrible thing to have happen when on your it's watch. on your watch, yeah, right? Awful. Yeah, it's awful. And um, she was just fantastic about it. And, um, you know, Daisy was in critical care for almost two days. We were going to make a decision the next day on whether I just have her brought home or not. And I, I hate to say this. But it's expensive, and I'm watching that no, it's, that timer ticking, and she's on oxygen, and and yes, I want her to be taken care of, but I had to figure out, what am I going to do? I can't keep her in critical care for another day or another two days or another three days. No, it, and, that's, that's pragmatic. I mean, that, that is, <clears throat> that's real life. That, those are things you have to decide, you know? It's not perhaps as heavy as when you have a loved one uh, on life support, and what do we do, and... At what point that has more to do with the prognosis? Are they going to recover? Is right. there any chance? And even then, it's a hard decision, and I've had to make it a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so it, it was a, it was really tough to get the call in the middle of the night. Um, this was uh, February seventh, February eighth, 
uh, I had uh, a whole week's work of war, a worth of work to do. I couldn't come home, and there wasn't really any reason for me to come home. Um, and it was actually good, I think, that I had work to focus on. But every night I'd get done with my teaching, um, and I would come home to the hotel and then let myself kind of go. Mm-hmm. Do you know that I actually got a, the front desk got a complaint? There's a woman blubbering. Me. Yes. Really? Yes. Yeah. That's how hard I was crying one night. I, of course, I'd had a little too much to drink, which sort of, it sort of exacerbated. Or that not whole, enough. Or not case, enough. And I was just letting it rip. I, I'm a loud crier. I don't know about you, but when I'm wailing and sobbing and crying, I just let it out. And <laughs> I don't cry very much, but I, te- I can tear up at the drop of a hat. You're a quiet crier i'm a loud crier and my voice cracks i can't yeah. i can't like if i had to give a eulogy or something i just can't get through it I, I i the words are there but they they croak out so i get a phone call f- from the front desk this is about two in the morning i am right in the thick of things right about then and the phone rings and i pick it up and the front desk lady i don't even think really knew how to say you know shut the hell up because you're disturbing all the hotel <laughs> but she was she said um and i'm like yes and i'm still crying on the phone yeah uh, uh we ha- had uh, some calls that um you know that 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 there's some noise coming from from your room and 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 i of course i was completely humiliated and mortified um about having the hotel have to call and tell me to shut the hell up and I just Did said, they say, can, can we ask you what is wrong? And no, you, say, well, you could tell. I, she, I lost the key to the mini fridge. <laughs> yeah, she could tell she was extremely uncomfortable having to confront me about this. Um, but anyway, got through that. And, and then I had to deal with coming home. Uh, I worked through a lot of it that week, but then I had to come home and sort of face the reality of her not being there. Yeah, it wasn't like you could view her a last time or anything. Right. She's gone. She's gone. And that's weird. Um, um, so it's it's been a few it's been a few weeks now. Quince has been he was really depressed. I find it interesting that animals can sort of feel. He didn't know what the hell was going on. In fact, when I came home, he looked around me to see if she was there, which is very sad. Mm-hmm. And, and I had to let him in the car to check her out and um this is things you don't really think about when you have two dogs and our two dogs are practically glued together so right and i I, I worry about that i have had my other two dogs i've always when i've i've held them in my arms when it was time for them to go and then the other dog could see oh you know fluffy is gone and they get it but he didn't know he just knew that this person took daisy away and where is she? And where is my mommy? And so it was tough for him. But he's doing really, really well. Um, I you know, you know um, there's a time when I would be listening to you say something like this. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say it out loud, but I'd kind of be thinking privately, good Lord, it's just a dog. What is she doing? But there man, when, are people who... But when you, when, you, when you have a dog and love a dog, you, you get it. It is just as important a part of your world as any other, as a person. Because it is a part of your family. He remembers the first time he met her. He remembers the first thing she said. He remembers the first time he held her. And the night that she came to his bed. He remembers her sweet way of singing. Honey, has something gone wrong? He remembers the fun and the teasing. And the reason he wrote her this song I'll give you a daisy a day, dear I'll give you a daisy a day I'll love you until the rivers run still And the four winds we know blow away Um, They had this really nice story I saw on the news the other night, and it's a... it's a picture that's been flying around the internet. Maybe you've seen it. There's a guy whose dog is was so arthritic that it couldn't swim anymore. You know that picture? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really wonderful. But he couldn't get another dog after that dog passed. He 
he just couldn't couldn't manage it. But then he finally did, and uh, so that's a nice ending. You and I have talked about this, and I've talked about this with my friends. It's an it's a crazy contract we enter into, knowing that yeah. that 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 we're going to be facing, and we do it over and over. We don't just do it once, you know. We do it over and over, knowing that. But intellectually, it's I, I think that there are so many animals it, that don't have homes that are unloved, uncared for. Um, it just seems well. The passing of one that gave, you gave a really good life to mm-hmm. is um, it, it's that's it's over for that. But think of all the other dogs that need need hope, uh, homes and and love and. Uh, that seems very natural to me that, no, I go out and I get another dog. I, I will go out and get another one. And, yeah. and and I keep saying, you know, because Quince is really a pack dog and he's been a little bit lonely. And yeah. I know I'm I kind of, it's nice having one dog. And I'm thinking, well, maybe by the end of the year I'll be in a position to get another one. But I have a feeling that we'll be getting another one pretty soon. I don't um, know what cats do, but I know that dogs really do have, they really do more mourn and and yeah you know you see how vividly that was told in the the call of the wild the jack london mm-hmm. book where the dog just yeah don't state he you know it's yeah they, know. they have a, that kind of emotion they cats do. seem to be kind of eh, oh whatever yeah but i'm maybe or maybe they're just extremely stoic and they're they that have must be extremely yeah. stiff upper lips yeah so so I um Mike I get back home and it's just a, it was a difficult week sort of adjusting to that and I I didn't put her bed away or her any of that stuff yet and I had to go down to the emergency vet to pick up the grim errand of getting her leash and her collar and her baby and her ashes as well. So I managed to go down and do that and um they had a very um the box is gorgeous i almost brought her today so you could see it but it's a beautiful rosewood box and it's very nice and i'm going to plant a dogwood tree um and use her ashes for that but also inside of the bag there was another little box and i brought that today to show you Hmm. and i said well huh what is this because i see her ashes and i've got her leash and i've got all these other things what could this possibly be real quick here all right by the way uh i'm at the age now i don't know if you're getting this lisa but i get uh regularly i get these uh, in the mail i get these uh offers for uh low-cost cremation all the time it's like somebody's checking you oh, this guy this guy's getting this guy's getting a little long in the tooth uh we might want to put this out there uh, you know but why are they sending get... it to you you're not the one that's going to pay for it or are well, they sending them to your wife? Well, they they send it to both of us. Oh. You know, we're the same age. Uh, whichever one checks out first, we want to have them top of mind. green box and um, I open it up and inside is a box of chocolates little just a little note that says our deepest sympathy the love and memories of your blah 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 okay whatever so then inside is this (laughs) little leather it looks like a little photo album Mm mm-hmm yeah all right it's very nice like a wallet so I open it up and on one side is um, the rainbow bridge poem have you yeah you're familiar with it yeah it's very sweet it'll make you cry and it's very sweet on the other side is a um an imprint of what i have no idea but let me Hmm. (laughs) let me hand this to you and it has daisy's name on it so it's 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 looks like they've taken her butt perhaps and put it into the clay and it or her nose. I looked at it and I said, "Well, what is this exactly? That doesn't look like anything to well, me, but would, a smudge in clay." You would think typically they would put your like we've done this with our cats. They you know, they put so, their little paw prints on there. So my niece points out, "Well, Aunt Lisa, it is called paws 
P-A-W-S, remembrance, so it's got to be her pa. I said, that is not her pa. Well, if it I is her, it's more like a fist. I hate that thing. Oh, it's awful. I hate it. I agree. It we we got to take a picture of this. It's a huge memorial fail, and here's all I can think of, is that some poor college kid who's making eight bucks an hour at this place, right? Is saying, ah, oh, great. Here's uh-huh. another dead dog paw. I got to stick into the clay and make it look. <laughs> I think I'll put my you know what on it instead and it see looks, if anybody notices. It looks, and I looked at it. I, I think it's her butt print. I'm pretty sure. Doesn't that look like a butt print to you? No, I think it is her paw. It's it just poorly not. rendered. It's a horrible paw. So, do you think I should go back to these people and go, because uh, I paid for this, but I didn't know this was coming. Do you think I should go back to them and go, just so you know, this is w- what you guys consider my dog's paw. Her paw doesn't, I love that you say it does. It looks like a fist. A look, like a yeah, fist print. It's like, it's like this is after she's passed and mm-hmm. maybe she's, you know. She's obviously limp, but yeah. But can't, you know. Yeah. Can't you like, I think you should request something like that, but don't just give it to me. And especially if it looks, it. especially if it looks like hell, that looks like hell. Do you mind if I take a picture? Go for we, it. We could post. Yes, it? Yes, we okay. will post it. Um, so I'm very, I'm mad at it, and I'm not putting it up anywhere. Um, it looks like a, it looks like a butt. If when people <laughs> see this, I just took the picture. When people see it, they'll think, oh, that looks like. Uh, it looks like a something butt. off the moon. It looks like a series of craters from the moon. Is what it is. There's no because don't, dogs have four like four pads, four toes, unless they have their dew claws too. Isn't that horrible? Yeah, it, it's I, just... I, con- I concur. I mean, uh, uh, you can say that was a nice effort, and uh, the, the no. general idea is sweet, I suppose. But uh, well, it reminds me of going to a guy's funeral uh, and. Uh, I won't say the name of the funeral home, but when we went, uh, they played a video. Uh, so, you know, people gave them a bunch of photos from his past and all, you know, various things. And then, and so then the funeral place puts this all together into the finished video that will play uh, to eulogize the guy. Very common to do well, at funerals. Well, like this that. first time I'd seen it like this, because oh. they play the video and... It starts with their logo, the funeral place's logo, that it continues to be on screen in lower third throughout the entire video. It's like it's more like a commercial than a celebration of someone's life. I, I found it was garish, inappropriate, tacky. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and then at the very end, then it comes up and it gives their it gives their website and phone number. I'm thinking Which this is, is re- a, this is a cheesy which is creepy stupid. weird ad which is, is what stupid because everybody's already there so yeah we already know the name of your place no, we just, already know that's uh yeah i, I just yeah, you don't mm. market yourself when people are there grieving that's yeah. so so you, tacky do you want this i don't want it no no why would i want it i don't know i don't want it well are you really going to follow through and try to get a do some th- sort of explanation do you think i should I think I should go in and go, look, you know... Well, whatever part of Daisy that is, it is part of Daisy. I mean, that that was really part of her that made that impression. So I wouldn't... Well, that's the other thing. How do you even know? It It could be whoever whoever did this. It could be their nose or something. You got to take a little bit of leap of faith there, I guess. But Same thing with the ashes. It's like they didn't even take the time to do a good job of it. No, you know, and and yeah, so I don't know. Ugh. I don't know if I should just let it go because there's nothing I can do now. She's in a box. No, but don't, don't, don't. Yeah, let it go. Yeah, I, that's what I. You I know just, what I'll do? Because Patty loves this sort of stuff. I'm going to show this to Patty and see. If, oh, she'll have an opinion. I know. Yeah, and see what she says. We might get her on one of our coming podcasts here too. That'd be good. I'm going to just let her sh- take the mic and you guys talk. Well, I'm going to show this to her and see what she says, and, and she's, she'll probably say, we need to call them right now. You, quite frankly, Pat, have been no help at all on this one. Well, I, I really want to take, I want some sort of, I just, and it's like you said earlier, when bad customer service happens, you want to call people out on it. And I feel like this, to me, isn't really a customer service issue, but it's just really poor workmanship. And I'm already feeling pretty crappy 
about the fact that my dog is gone. And then when I open that up... It's like they thought... They, they say that we're so... We extend our deepest sympathies, but then they do that in such a slapdash way that you think, you don't care about my dog. I know. You, you just grab the first appendage that you could find, <laughs> stuck it on there, and put it in your dumb little package. And I... And it also Send says... Send me the Rainbow Bridge poem and... Notice on the Rainbow Bridge page, it what? then says, place your dog's photo here. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, thank you for the instructions. So dumb. Oh, I'd like to place my boot so there. So dumb, but anyway. Well, I, I agree with you. This so, is, but this, it just, again, this, this whole pet business is so, so tough. It's just so tough. When I was a kid, we had a uh, rascally dog... Well, we had two dogs. One was a uh, a poodle named Coco, and uh, the one you would play like an accordion. Well, not me, but my brother Sean would, <laughs> and <laughs> and the dog liked it. That's what I think is funny. Well, maybe the dog liked it. I don't know. We, well, we, the dog tolerated it. Yeah, but as the dog got older, it started getting all these gray patches and stuff. So I think the dog was constantly nervous because were there five boys in in various yeah degrees and we didn't love the dog you know yeah. we we weren't good dog kids yeah we just oh, there's coco okay get out of the way would you mm-hmm. uh, sort of we weren't we weren't good we we didn't shouldn't have had a pet to mm-hmm. tell you the truth my dad's first experiment at giving us a pet was he brought us two white rabbits for easter those kind with the pink eyes, you know? Yeah. Beautiful white rabbits. Yeah. And he took them out. It was on Easter Sunday. It was a surprise to the, all of us. Takes them out of the cage, puts them on the lawn, and says, hey, how about this, you guys? You like that? <laughs> yeah, that's cool, Dad. <laughs> and we kind of reach for the rabbits, and they start hopping, and then they start hopping faster, and then they start hopping faster and faster and faster. And our house was situated next to a forest. And they hopped out into the forest, and we never saw either of them again. Was, it, was they were our pets for about two minutes, and they were gone. Well, that wasn't a very good idea. No, it wasn't a very good. You shouldn't idea. be getting. And they shouldn't have been giving you guys bunnies. Who knows? Then the next the experiment, my my parents, at our urging, by the way, was Dad. We would really like a hamster. I had some friends that had hamsters, and I we just thought, man, these are cool. They're neat, and they're and and to a parent, yeah. it looks like well, this won't be hard. It's not like cleaning up after a dog and everything. Right, keep them in a little little hamster cage, a little wheel in there. Yeah, be fun. Kids, the kids should have some kind of pet. Mm-hmm. So we get these two hamsters, and my dad says, "Now remember, kids, they are your responsibility. You've got to feed them. You've got to water them, and make sure." Uh, that you uh, clean bedding, clean and... bedding, and all of that. You've yeah. got to do that. That's your responsibility. Don't worry, Dad. We will. And we did. <laughs> Excuse Until... me. For about a month. And then pretty soon, you know, we're kids are dilettantes. They just want to go do whatever they want to do, and they don't they don't think about uh, responsibilities. At least we didn't. We would be on. Oh, let's go to baseball practice. Oh, let's go play with our GI Joe. Let's go do. And we, uh, where were these hamsters kept? Were they in a in the general like a, a, a family area where everybody could see the hamsters? No, or they in that one, was one the, of the mistake. Yeah, they yeah, were in we, one of the boys' rooms. Well, we actually we had them outside. It was summertime. We oh. had them outside and underneath a staircase. Oh, oh yeah. God, yeah, so easy to forget them. Yeah, it is. But if you get online and you read. About hamsters, they will tell you hamsters are vegetarians. They just like le- little leafy things and mm-hmm. you know, rabbit pellets. You know those those kind yeah. of things is, that that well, are all. I don't even think you need to go online. That's sort of a given. A hamster doesn't look like a carnivore. That's right. So one day we finally remember. Oh shoot, we haven't checked on the hamsters in a while. Oh Let's my go. God. And so we, we pull the cage out, and there's one just running around on the wheel. He's as happy as can be. The other With his one, stomach growling. The other one, yeah. The other one though, is appears to be sleeping, and it, it was like one of those horror movies, you know. We roll the other hamster over, and oh no, I know what you're gonna say. Yes, his face was eaten off. Oh, 
tur- we turned yeah. the other hamster into, into a, a cannibal. Into a cannibal or a hamable. Did you learn a lesson from that? You are horrible. I know. It was it was horrible. They the poor little creatures were depending on us and we let them down. Yeah. Hamster, hamster by candlelight. Do it in a casserole is doing it right when they're in season. They're pretty pleasing. Sandwich, hamster and cheese. Hamster sandwiches with mayonnaise are delicious and so nutritious. You can dice, you can slice and fillet them, cut off the heads and saute them. Smells like hamster love. And, uh, yeah, no, it's... How long was it after you got another pet? Uh, let's see, next pet. Next pet was that poodle I mentioned, Coco. Oh. Okay. Okay. And this was a neat little dog, really was. My parents, uh you know, loved him, and they think it was their dog more than ours. But my brother, Sean, developed this trick that he would do for people who might be visiting us or whatever. <laughs> and so he'd hold the dog, and and then he would hold the dog in his arms, and then he would and he would squeeze it. And there, if he'd squeeze the dog even a little bit, the dog would go, <laughs> So then Sean did all kinds of things with that. He played the dog like a bagpipe. <laughs> And so he, uh, remember, he would particularly do the Popeye song. You remember the Popeye theme song? I'm Popeye the sailor. Popeye the sailor. I'm drunk to the finish because I eat me finish. I'm Popeye the sailor. Yeah. Okay, so Sean would hold the dog and he would do this with it. I'm Popeye the sailor man. I'm Popeye the sailor man. Strong, to, you know. Much uh, to your amusement. Oh god! Yeah, we just uh, we were falling down laughing. It was so <clears> funny. <throat> a poor little animal. Then we got one more dog. The dog's name was Checkers, and it was a good name for it. It was named, named after Nixon's famous oh, dog. Oh, that's right. And Checkers had a checkered career. He was not a nice dog. He kind of nip at people. We had this woman mm. neighbor that would come over all the time. Real sweet. She'd be coming over, bringing cookies or something sweet, and the dog would... Wow. Yeah. So my dad finally at one point realized, we can't keep checkers. Yeah. And, uh, and so he drove off with checkers one day, and then when he came back, we asked him, what, what, what happened to checkers, Dad? You know what, kids? I took him to a wonderful place. He's out on a farm. He's got a lot of acreage to run around on. And there's cows and stuff, and he is just as happy as he can be. And that was it. But? Well, I think I think uh, later we found out that he actually took him to the pound or wherever. Yeah. Yeah. But I remembered that, uh, that he said that, because one time we had the two, we had a, we had a dog, well, I'm telling too many of these stories, but we had a dog that got hit by a car when we were away mm-hmm. and because this dog was always getting out of his his kennel he mm-hmm. would vault over the kennel he's amazing he'd u- get on the dog house wow and then jump over this thing was about yeah. this is like some dogs know, can eight do feet, that eight feet tall and then so on one of his outings he got hit by a car so we get a call and they said mm. we've got your dog down here uh, i should tell you that he has uh he was hit right in the face by this car bumper, and dog's alive, but his one of his eyes is, uh, well, it's dangling out of its socket oh, right now. So uh, he said, "So we can we can do one of two things: we can remove it, or you can pick him up." I said, "Oh, I'm thinking. Oh yeah, I, I like the idea of my dog having yeah. an eyeball hanging out. Let's bring him home that way. That'll be good. Kids will love it." So of course we have to. So then now he looks like he's winking. Sleep, I'll die. 
just kept getting out all the time and we were moving and, and uh, so I took that dog I did give him to a, uh, a friend and he had the dog for a long time until it passed but what I told the kids was that I took him out to a farm there's no cars around he can't get hit out there he's yeah. gonna be happy and you know that seemed to satisfy yeah. them. The far, there's a lot of dogs on farms it's right a, now. It's a lie, but mm-hmm. yeah, there's a yeah. lot of dogs on farms. So you know, for yeah. Elliot, you know about the surgery. Um, yeah, you. <clears throat> Daisy was perfectly healthy. Molly and, and Missy. How old was Daisy? Ten. Okay, well, ten Elliot's eight. So yeah. yeah. So <clears throat> um, Molly had the same surgery. She lived a long time after. Uh, Missy had it when she was, I think, four, and she lived till she was thirteen. Hmm. So I don't, you know, I don't know. I well, you, I, I don't I, want you to be scared of the fact that Daisy. This, this just was a coincidence. It is a, a, a kind of a pisser that I spent, you know, that amount of money on her in November, and she was just getting to where she could really use her leg and run and play again, which I was very excited for. And that you know she's gone now, but um, he's if he's eight, he's still. Do you has... think you should go back to the vet and say, "Look, um, well, there should be some kind of money back guarantee on this deal." Th- well, and here it's 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 a good question because the the medicine I had to buy for her pneumonia, do you know how much that was? The antibiotics it was like ninety eight dollars for this run of antibiotics. Do you know how many pills I used? Five. And I'm considering saying, calling them and saying, can I get maybe, you, I don't know, 50 bucks back maybe? Yeah, or you can, can you buy uh, the remainder of these back from me? At double the price? To, yeah. I'm kidding. Not that. But yeah, well, I bet they would buy them back. You think? I well, think they would laugh me out of the vet's office and go, nope, they're yours now. We can't take medicine that's been pers- you know people you know I don't know I'll know. call them I'll call them. I'm gonna have Patty call them about that and then I'm gonna have her call about this ridiculous pet memorial thing. She is gonna be one busy broad. to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.